Welcome to the Socialette Podcast, where we empower you with the marketing know-how you need to create the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a marketing nerd, Shiraz lover, and passport stamp collector. Join me as I dive into all things small business marketing and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Let's get learning. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 218. Now, the rest of this week, we've been looking at how to plan your business for 2020 and how to plan your marketing for 2020. And today, I'm just going to get a little bit more granular and look at how you can think about planning your launches for 2020. Now, I'm not saying you need to start planning your entire launch and thinking about what you're going to post when and any of that. Right now, we're just putting the launch on the calendar. We're going to look at what you're going to launch next year, as well as schedule it in and plan it, map it out more broadly on your calendar. So you know, okay, I need to start promoting this thing now. I need to be promoting this thing this month so that you're never feeling confused about what you need to be working on or what you should be promoting to your audience at any particular time. So, okay, so why do we need to plan our launches out on the calendar? Surely, you know, if you finish that course that you've been putting off for three years next year, you'll launch it when it's finished, right? But the reason I suggest planning your launches in advance is that it gives you a focus. You know what you're meant to be working on. So I started 2019 with this idea that I was going to work on this big course and I would launch it when it was ready. And guess what? I never actually launched it. It's been pushed to 2020. So if you already have deadlines and you already know what you need to be working on, you're so much less likely to procrastinate it. Mapping it all out on a calendar in advance also makes sure that you have enough planning and pre-launch time, which is something I will chat about a little bit in this episode because it's very easy to just try and wing it and think, oh, I'll launch this in two weeks time and not allow enough pre-launch time, and then you wonder why you're not getting the results that you want from your launch. If you don't plan your launches in advance, you might also end up trying to do too much. And that was something that happened with me this year because, like I said, I had this idea that I wanted to launch this big course, but then I also had all of these other little courses I wanted to be launching, and I didn't map it out visually on a calendar. So, I ended up trying to do too much and I ended up getting so overwhelmed that I didn't take any action at all. Okay, so now maybe you're thinking, well, what if I don't have anything new to launch? What if I don't want to create something new? What if I don't want to keep creating new products? You absolutely do not have to be creating new products every time you launch, okay? You can keep on relaunching the same thing over and over That's what allows you to fine tune it and get the really good launch results. And then you become known for that one signature program. So take, for example, Amy Porterfield, right? Yes, she has her List Builders Society, which is one course that she offers, but her main signature course is Digital Course Academy, which she launches once a year. She doesn't create a new product each time she launches it. She doesn't recreate the entire course. Yes, she might add new bonuses. She might add a few new trainings. But each time she launches it, 
She knows what worked really well the time before, what didn't work, and she can make changes and fine-tune it so that each launch is better. Okay, so how can you start planning what you're going to launch in 2020? The first place I would suggest starting is looking back. (laughs) Now, this is probably a bit of... It's a bit of an easy one, right? Because if you've listened to Monday and Wednesday's episodes this week, where we looked at planning your business and planning your marketing strategy, both of these started with looking back. And this is no different. So I want you to look back. If you launched anything in 2019, what was it? How did it go? Was it great? Was it a failure? Maybe you don't even know because you didn't track the results, which unfortunately is something far too many of us do. The thing that you launched, do you want to relaunch it again in 2020 and improve the launch and keep fine-tuning it and be known for this as your signature thing? Just because maybe it flopped, that doesn't necessarily mean that you should never, ever, ever launch it again, right? It might not be that people don't want the product. It might just be that you tried selling it to the wrong audience. It might be that you didn't communicate it correctly Or as I discovered recently, it might be because you were trying to launch something in the middle of Thanksgiving, which is kind of what I accidentally did. So (laughs) don't, don't do that. Now, the second thing to think about is, is there anything new that you want to launch in 2020? And if so, what is it? And how many times will you launch it? And how much pre-launch time will you allocate to it? This is so important, right? I usually suggest 60 to 90 days pre-launch time minimum. This is, so when I say pre-launch time, this is time dedicated to building your authority, building a connection with your audience and having them see you as the go-to in your niche, right? Now, how this plays out exactly depends on what you're launching. But take, for example, if you're launching an online course, you will want to be talking about that topic that you're teaching in your online course as much as possible in that 60 to 90 days, okay? Now, whether you go 60 days, whether you go 90 days, this depends on your audience size, how warm your audience is, so how much they trust you already, do they see you as an authority already, and have you launched this before? So if you haven't launched it before or your audience is small or they're not really primed to buy, they don't trust you yet, I would definitely suggest going more towards the 90 days. 60 days, if you're launching something like a podcast, you can get away with less than 60 days because it's free. They don't really need to trust you as much as they do if you're launching a paid product. But if it's a paid product or even a paid service, then 60 to 90 days. Okay. Then the next step is to get a calendar and map it all out. Now, (laughs) you might think, oh, but it's fine. Like I already roughly know what my schedule is for next year. You don't realize whether you're trying to launch too much or too little until you can visually see it in front of you. I had a few extra things I wanted to launch next year. And then when I sat down and I mapped it out of my calendar and I worked around the travel dates that I have planned because in the first quarter of next year, I think I have about six overseas trips planned. So obviously I can't be doing a live launch in the first quarter of next year for my new signature program, which will be my membership. So that ended up getting bumped through to June or July. And when I say mapping out all the dates, I mean mapping out any webinars you might be doing, any um, if you're opening doors, closing doors, 
Also, make sure that you color in the 60 or 90 day lead up time, the pre-launch time in a different color so you can see that so that you don't actually end up trying to do two launches at once or overlapping two launches. And you're probably, you'll most likely find that you're trying to launch too much rather than too little. But if you find that you have, say, like three months where you're not launching anything, you're not promoting or you're not building up to a launch, you're not doing a pre-launch and there's nothing that you're launching there, maybe you could consider relaunching something you've already launched. If nothing else, it's a learning activity and a cash generating activity, right? You're learning what you can do to make it better next time and you're bringing in a nice chunk of cash, hopefully, if your launch goes well. (laughs) So, okay, so that's the basics of mapping out your launches for 2020. I'll be sharing a lot more about like the actual strategy and the planning and how to launch next year in 2020. And especially we'll be doing a lot of this when I launch my new membership mid 2020. So how I'm seeing this membership play out and I haven't really worked out the nitty gritty just yet, but how I'm seeing the membership play out is it'll be a quarterly membership, not a monthly one. And each quarter we'll focus on launching together. So that's your 90 days of pre, your 60 to 90 days of pre-launch, your launch, and then we'll do some post-launch wrap up afterwards so that you can go into the next quarter into your next launch with insights on how you can make it even better. So the whole idea with the membership, right, is it's a marketing tool because by launching over and over and over again, that's how you grow your audience. That's how you build your awareness. That's how you become the authority. And these things then allow you to create more profit in your business, create more time for yourself because with more profit, you can outsource more. And then ultimately, you can have more freedom. Because who doesn't want the freedom to spend more time with their family or go traveling or whatever it is that lights you up outside of just your business? So anyway, that's how I'm planning for the membership to play out next year. As always, I'm always open to suggestions, feedback, and I'm just a short message away on Instagram. You can find me over at stephtaylor.co. Like I mentioned, if you have any feedback or any suggestions at all for how you'd like the membership to play out, please, please reach out. I do appreciate it. Anyway, that is it for this episode. Next week, I'm sharing a couple of interview episodes and then I will be playing a best of 2019 couple of podcasts while I take a nice, well-earned holiday break over the Christmas and New Year's period. And then I'll be back mid-January with lots of fresh new episodes. Thank you so much for being such an amazing audience in 2019. And I can't wait to see what you guys launch in 2020. Anyway, Thanks again for listening, guys. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you've learned anything from this podcast in 2019, I'd really appreciate a quick rating and a review. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time.